the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Uh, I am here with my good friend and co-founder, Kenneth Travis. This is Shane Kibble. For those not watching us on our pro video feed, uh, Ken, my man, uh, welcome. Dude, it's always glad. Uh, I'm always glad to be able to take a break from my busy origination career, our coaching career, and be able to, you know, take the things that we've learned over the years uh, in the industry, in the trenches, right? Because most coacher, coacher, coaches out there used to originate. They don't originate anymore. They originated 20 years ago. And I think it's a substantial uh, difference. It's a different differentiator. Um, I can't speak today. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, you're from East Texas, bro. So (laughs) some would argue that you can't ever speak. So, I mean, it's true. Um, And so I think that that's uh, just the the difference with Next Level and other people that are out there. And I I think that it matters. Right. Because I know that there's a lot of things that we've experienced uh, as markets change. And and one of the topics that, you know, was on my heart this week was, man, there's so many loan officers out there, Shane, that are still struggling Every deal counts. It's painful when you lose a deal. I recently lost a deal and I want to share a little bit about that today and what I could have done better. Or my team could have done better to avoid that happening. But there's a common thread um, of community. I've been in it for over 20 years. I've been originating and I've, all the years I've been doing this. I hear realtors and other loan officers say things like buyers are liars. Right. And I'm not sure that buyers are liars. I, I think that that's a myth. Right. Because um, buyers, I do. People don't come to us and intentionally lie, right? They don't. Come most of, most of the time, right? <laughs> most of the time, typically, the real reality to that is they are trying. They are answering the questions the best of their ability, right? And that's all they're doing. And if, as an originator, if you're not asking the right questions and you're not, um, you know, um, framing it up in a way that they understand that's going to get the information out of them. Okay. The right way you're going to not only, and I'll tell you a quick story. I had a, I had a, I was coaching a client some years ago and he said, KT, I was talking to a client on the phone and I, we were getting ready. I was, you know, we were just doing an intake call and I said, well, Hey man, let's, let's, let's have a conversation about how much you can afford. The man was very offended. He was like, who are you to tell me what I can and can't afford and hung up? And when I think about that, I was like, huh. And I asked, I remember asking that originally. I said, well, how, how did that make you feel? You know? And he says, well, at first I thought, well, I've heard other loan officers frame it that way. I've heard other realtors frame it that way. And I thought that that was just a, a good way to start a conversation with somebody. He goes, but after thinking about it, I wasn't asking the right question in that regard. And I offended him. And it's not about how much can you be just because you can afford or not afford. It's 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 never our decision on how much somebody gets. It's their decision. Right. We well, cap them at what they can at what they can. At what they so can let do. me frame the room, because I think this is a really important concept. You know what we're going to do today. And, and you'll notice this in, in, in future podcasts is get very specific about a, a simple topic that isn't well digested by the community. What we're talking about today is the difference between perspective and truth. 
the difference between a buyer's perspective and the truth of the numbers that we as originators have to get into from the perspective of having a well thought out strategic intake conversation. And, and you and I are both super passionate about that. You know, I started originating in 09. I'm now, you know, more, I would say more than you, I've stepped back from origination a little bit out of the trenches to manage my team. But the thing that was most important to me, the number one thing as an originator and, and, and guys and gals, as you listen to us, understand that there is a loan officer journey. There are basic fundamentals in the business that, and, and these are fundamentals that if you removed them from your business day, your life, your, your practice, you would not be successful over time consistently. And we see this to be true. And those basic fundamentals are not general knowledge, sales, marketing, leadership, and mindset. And what we're really talking about today is, is this idea of an intake conversation. I call it a power conversation. This idea really bridges the gap between, I believe, general knowledge, like how to run DU, what's the minimum FICO, what's the DTI. Those things are really important, but they're also, you know, for most originators, you've been in the business for any length of time. It's like, you know, you were a Marine, like after several years cleaning your rifle, your M4 was like, you didn't even have to think about it. It was just something that you did, general knowledge. Sales is the art and the craft of communicating that general knowledge in many instances. And so this conversation about these power conversations, these intake calls, is really about bridging the gap between general knowledge and sales. And how do we do that in a way where the borrower's perspective feels honored while the loan officer can still get the truth of what's going to take place? Like there is a truth, like there is a minimum FICO. It's not really up for debate or interpretation. There is a maximum DTI. There is a specific way that income is calculated. That's truth. But like the perspective of the borrower is, hey, no, you're not going to tell me what I can afford. You're not going to tell me like, I believe that my credit's great. Well, if it's 520, truth would be that that's not a great FICO. And so it's so important to do this. So Ken, I love that you you wanted to speak on this today. So, so let's dig in. I just wanted to kind of set the room so that people understood where we were going with this. Yeah. And I, I'll, you know, I'm a storyteller. Uh, I like telling stories and and kind of pulling back the curtain and sharing my truths and realities. And some of the, most of these are my stories and some are other people's stories. But, um, you know, I had this conversation. You speak of power conversation, Shane, you know, and that's the terminology we like to use inside Next Level. And that's what it is. It's a powerful conversation. Um, one of my team members had a conversation with a client just this week and they had challenge credit. And. You know, I have a thing in my office that, hey, don't deny them without having a conversation, just a quick conversation with me or my ops manager so we can ensure that we're um, looking at this file um, from different perspectives and seeing if it's something that we can get done. And in this particular situation, uh, the, you know, the one that was working on the file brought it to me and said, KT, this is, I said, well, let me call. So I called the borrower personally. And I said, hey, man, did you did you guys just decide, you know, did you wake up in the middle of the night and decide that you were just going to stop paying your bills? Like what happened? You know, that's what I asked them. And they laughed and they're like, no, the guy was like, uh, he said, Kenneth, I had a stroke eight months ago. I was like, oh, and he goes, uh, it went out and I couldn't work. He goes, since then, I've recovered. I'm doing better. I've got a job. But this was the kicker. He goes, we had a second home in Florida and I sold it. Now I've got this, you know, extra, he had a substantial amount of cash sitting to the side 
that, um, you know, was able to come in and help make that approval a freaking reality. Bro, that was money walking out the door because we weren't having a powerful conversation very in, in because what do you what this is what loan officers do this is what your team will do like this is why i have to lead my team in 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 powerful ways is so they're making good decisions this was a good learning experience for my team and i said mm-hmm. you know my, my loan partner bless her heart i said listen you have to go for you you see a credit report you see you know the application and if you see a low credit score you're like yeah my hands are done i, I can't do this lot or it's extra work it's going to be hard or it's going to be impossible no you have to confront it and you yeah. have to have a powerful conversation with the client and you have to say things like hey did you just decide to wake up in the middle of the night and not and not stop stop paying your bills well, well let me let me pause right there because what i want people to understand is first and foremost i love i love the description of confronting truth Hey, like your, your FICO is 540. Let's confront this, not avoid it. Now, the art of the sale is how you do that without sounding like a prick, right? And, and, and so like you kind of glossed over that. You just like, and like you and I are both, you know, you were in the Marines. You've had a lot of other experiences outside of lending. I've had a lot of experiences outside of lending where we can relate to people and be funny and like break things down so it's not awkward. There is... There is something that's so important about having an intake conversation, this power conversation and breaking down the barrier of of like consumer versus business, right? Because they look at us like we're a car salesman. They don't look at us like trusted advisors and friends typically. And so what you've done there is you've broken that down so that and that's a that's a rule of a power conversation is be relatable, be likable and work as hard as you can to become their friend. And so the way you spoke there, it seems so simple, but like there's a lot of tactics to that and how you speak to people. Yeah. And, you know, in like that was one example, guys. There's thousands of examples, whether it's something that's, um, you know, up around part time income or this type of income or being a self-employed borrower. It's really diving in and dissecting from a you know thousand foot view to see, OK, I got all of the inf- now that I've asked all of the questions and sometimes you have to keep on asking questions, right, to get the data that you need. It's we have to pull this stuff out of our out of our um, clients sometimes in order to paint a picture of reality. Is this client going to be OK for a loan? Yes or no. Right. The unfortunate thing about being an originator in this industry is we do put forth a lot of effort before we even know if we can do it alone, right? That's time, energy, effort, blood, sweat, tears. It costs money, right? For something that you may not be able to do. There's not very many industries in the world where you do a lot of work up front for a maybe, right? uh, But but that's also why we get paid the big bucks, right? It's why you can close two or three loans a month in this industry and make $100,000 a year, right? And I'm blessed to be in this industry. I lost a loan this week, or maybe, no, maybe it was it was last week. It was the end of last week. We lost a loan. And it was very unnecessary. It was a client that we've been working with, Shane, for um, for three months. And they've been finding houses. Well, uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but in my this my particular case or situation, I had two staff members on vacation and I had one that was sick that day. So I was very short staffed and it just so happens that the referring realtor sent that over and said, Hey, KT, we need to be able to, 
you know, um, to get, I need a prequal on this deal. And dude, I was burning at both ends that day. And I was like, shit, man, I'll, I'll try to get to it as quickly as I can. And, uh, and I wasn't fast enough. Right. And it, what they were already pre-approved. Right. But this is where the, this is where the hangup was when the initial conversation was had with this client chain, the, it was, it was unresolved on what direction that that yeah. was going to go. And that unresolved, that's like putting off things you can get done today for tomorrow. And I try to teach my team and I teach loan officers and even live this for myself is if you can get, take it to completion, right? Don't leave any unresolved when you're having a conversation an intake call, power conversation and getting that loan and, get, and building that trust with that client, with the questions that you're asking and being a true advisor, because they thought that it was going to be, and this was my loan partner. Hey, KT, I think it's, uh, I think they're going to be a good fit for the, the client called and said they probably needed a bridge loan. So I told them about the buy before you sell program and they were kind of stuck on that. But the reality was, is we all know those programs, they're good for some people. They're good, but you have to, we have to qualify that. And we have to really, what well, is it really the best thing for? Them? Are there any other options? Well, I had looked at that file the next day and I was like, no, we're not doing the buy before you sell program. We're going to do just a traditional conventional loan because it's a lot less expensive. And guess what? She can qualify with both payments. So let's go that way. And she had reserves in the bank. To be so, able to so, so, so I want the audience to understand that this is going back to that general knowledge, right? That's the, like, you can close your eyes and do this in your sleep. Mm-hmm. But what's so important, the sales component of that was you have to close the loop. I, I give the analogy of if you drove to, like, if your car started to make noise, your check engine light came on and you knew your car wasn't running well, you take it to a mechanic and and after an hour, the mechanic says, well, there's a lot of problems. I'll let you know later what they are. You'd be like, and, and then they maybe maybe did or didn't give you clarity on what to do to solve your problem. You're not going to go to that mechanic. You're going to go to the mechanic says, hey, KT, here's exactly where we are. I took a look at your car and these are the things we need to do. And this is the time frame it will take. And here's the cost involved. And if we do this today, by tomorrow at 3 p.m., like your car is going to drive perfect. Like in some ways, that's a little bit what we do on the intake call. And so I I think some of the fundamentals that you're, you're, you're kind of indirectly speaking to is specifying as much as you can the outcome that is achievable and the actions required to get to that outcome. It's, hey, this is what you need. This is where you are. This is what you can do. And if you do the following... This is the outcome we're going to be able to give you a conventional loan with 7% down that will be an offer that could be a 30 day or less closing. And this is how we're going to do that. I think a lot of times LOs, if I'm being honest, are lazy. They, they do this call where they talk to somebody, they get a little bit of information, but they don't actually close the loop, right? They don't, and, and they don't do it within like you brought it up. It's like, well, my, my loan partner, that wasn't really the right way to go. Right. And like, you know, that, Hey, like, and and, and, tr- and truthfully, too, oftentimes there are several ways to go, right? So they yeah. could have gone with that program. But if your loan partner would have said, hey, guys, great news. We've actually got like a bunch of options for you. Here are the top three that probably make the most sense. And I know KT really wants to sit down with you and go through these top three options. But just know that all three of these are available. We offer all three of them. There's pros and cons to each of the three. Like looking at what I'm sharing what do you want to talk to KT about tomorrow? I think that probably would have kept the deal. Yeah. 
Maybe I did, but I'm still working on getting it back. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you might get it back. Yeah, but, 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 that's a, but that's another fundamental that I, I want to make sure we drive home on the power conversation is there's always a next step. Never leave a conversation where it's like, thanks, see ya, done. It's like, hey, guys, excited to be working. Now that you're pre-approved, this is what we're going to be working on. Now that you're under contract, this is what we're working on. Now that you sent us your income, now that we've had our power conversation, now that we've done this, there's always a next conversation. Another fundamental that like you as originators absolutely need to be doing is you have to follow up your over-the-phone or in-person meeting with an email list of instructions. You need to, And I would argue that you need to CC their agent. Like oftentimes we hear originators when they lose a deal, it's, it's, it's in, it's, it's the art of the sales. They just had poor communication. They didn't give a clear roadmap for how to achieve the result that the client wanted, which is get into a home. They didn't do it in a professional way where they, 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 they communicated bad news in a, this is where we are, but this is where we will be. It's that I call it the crap sandwich. It's like the, it's like the, the good, bad, good. Hey, great news, guys. Like you applied. Thank you. Hey, some challenging news is your FICO's 480. But here's what we're going to do to get you to where you need to be. And the great news is because we're a fill in the blank, bank, broker, retail lender, whatever the case may be. All we need is the FICO of this to get to the, the, to get to the finish line. Here's our next step. Like that is so important to do when you're doing a powerful conversation. I, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Well, I love it, man. This is a great conversation. And you know what? We should probably um, create a class inside our pro community to be able to, you know, uh, share, you know, these type, these concepts. More importantly, it's like it's understanding. It's a process of, uh, of elimination when you're asking questions to try to get to the root source of the information that you need to make an informed decision. I think it's language, right? I don't think you ask, as an example, I don't think you would ask a client, hey, how much money do you make? You know, I would say yeah. uh, you got to soften it. It's like, hey, uh, where are you employed and how much do you earn? You know what I mean? That sounds a yeah. lot more perfect. And it's little tweaks like that in our conversation that's going to influence a buyer's trust with us and and uh, and build it. And they'll stick with you no matter what. And and, you know, I know that I know this, Shane, when I speak to someone, I build so much trust in that power conversation that they're afraid to go anywhere else. Yeah. You have people on your team that are helping you do those types of things, or you have loan officers in your ecosystem. These are the things that are very important to have a conversation about. It's like, we almost, no one really trains on it because, you know, it's just like either, you know, it or you don't, or you've, you've, you know, you've sharpened that ax or you haven't. And I think that there's a lot of originators out there that don't know the language and they don't know the right questions to ask. So I think that's something that we could, certainly uh, create in the future here for our next level pro community and thinking or or discussing about next level pro community guys. We say it all too often. You're going to pay for it one way or the other. You're going to pay for it in time, energy and effort, trial and error, or you can plug into a community of people, get the blueprint, get the done for you things, have the knowledge that you can consume at your own pace to skyrocket to be able to hang out with like-minded people that are in the trenches, just like you and us um, who make, have huge success with very small tweaks, right? It's like, ah, I didn't think about that. And then you implement that. And so the cost is so it, it, it's free, right? I mean, it, it's so inexpensive. It's a half a loan a year. And, and it blows my mind that we, uh, you know, we come across loan officers that say, Kenneth, why didn't you shake the shit out of me or slap me in the face and make me sign up sooner? 
And I said, because, you know, we can lead you to the water, but we can't make you drink it. Right. You've heard that saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. It's the same with our loan officer community. We can lead you guys to the to the water trough, but you have to decide to commit yourself and to do the work. And and when people get in, it's just like, OMG, man, this was amazing content. <clears throat> Dang it. I wish I'd have done it two or three years ago. Don't be someone that waits two or three years to get plugged in and to grow your business. Times are tough. And this is when you need to go all in on self-improvement and learning and drinking from a faucet of originators in the trenches. Shane, well, close us out. <laughs> and, and Ken, like that is so true. And we know because I've been in this business since 2009. We, you've been in this business before that. Like we know what you're thinking because we have the same thoughts. We know that even if we made something a dollar, if you're having a weak-minded day, that's all the excuse you need not to take action. So we've made it very simple. We have an incredible pro community and like there's hundreds of people who are elevating their game every day. But we've made this even easier. You can join our free community. You can sign up for our 90-day digital accountability course at no cost. We are giving this to you free. And depending on when this podcast goes live, you will have just heard or just about to hear a very large announcement that's going to rock the industry. We know that like, there is a vacuum right now of really solid, good ideas. There, there's a lot of crap being thrown out there. Build a team of 20, invest all this, do all that. Like That sounds great in theory. But what we want to focus on are the tools, the skills, and the strategies that will work in any market. If it works in a storm and it works in a desert, it's probably an incredible tool. If it only works when I'm sitting on the beach with a team of 10 people that are at my back to do whatever I need, it's not a great tool. So the reality is that we've made this easy. It's absolutely free. You can go to becomenl.com or go right to our site, nllo.community with no.com. We just bought the community. Go there. You can join for free. It's an incredible opportunity. And then you can work through all the reasons why you don't want to level up to something that will make you 100 fold your investment and will let you have that conflict with yourself. Love it. Guys, on behalf of Ken and myself, Shane Kidwell, one of the founders here at Next Level, thank you guys for investing in your day, investing in your business, investing in your family. Show up every day. It starts with showing up. Put the time, the effort, and the impact into your business, and you'll see incredible results. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Enjoy your weekend.